Welcome back. You're listening to This Week with Justin McCarthy. On Tuesday, the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, will face a no-confidence motion in the Dáil. It's been tabled by Sinn Féin, whose party leader Mary Lou Macdonald says we cannot have a justice minister who refuses to acknowledge the political failures that allowed our communities to become unsafe. In a moment, we'll hear from the Minister of State, Peter Burke. But first, I'm joined on the line from our Cork studio now by Sinn Féin TD, Donica O'Leary. Uh, Donica O'Leary, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme. Good afternoon, Justin. Would there be a single extra guard on the streets of Dublin or anywhere else if you succeeded in having the Minister for Justice removed from her job this week? Look, I mean, I think we have to look at the reality here is that um, this has been a crisis that has been brewing for some time now. The fact is that in terms of Gardaí on the street, and that is our priority, that is our focus, uh, and that is the fundamental failure uh, that this that this minister and this government, and indeed successive Fine Gael governments over the last 12 years, have presided over. The fact is uh, we have stations across the state that are, that, that are closed, uh, stations across the state that are uh, in much smaller numbers than they were at the outset. Uh, and it's clear that what happened on the 23rd um, was compounded by the fact that there were not enough Gardaí at hand in order to support their colleagues. The Gardaí on the ground did their absolute best. They showed tremendous courage and resolve, as they always do, and we are very grateful uh, to what they do. They are as frustrated as anyone, perhaps more frustrated, Justin, at the situation uh, that has developed. Uh, And I think it's time for a change of course. Uh, And I think Mary Lou MacDonald is right. Uh, The Minister is refusing to recognise the crisis that she is presided over, culminating, uh, but not starting with, by any manner of means, what happened on the 23rd. Okay, but you heard uh, you heard Bob Collins, Chair of the Policing Authority there, uh, saying that um, only for COVID that we'd have an extra thousand Gardaí in the force at the moment. The Minister isn't in charge of of operational policing. That's the Garda Commissioner's job. She doesn't assign Gardaí to the beat. She doesn't provide them with the training or the equipment or she doesn't roster them onto particular Garda stations. That's the job of the Garda Commissioner. So why is she the target of your motion? She is responsible. First of all, I suppose it's important to say that she is the political head of the justice system and I think it's important that we place adequate emphasis on public safety and tackling crime as an issue for people right across the state and not just in Dublin, obviously a particular issue in the North in a city in Dublin across Dublin but right across the state including here in Cork uh, communities that are very upset and uh, terrified when violent incidents happen we've had uh, two petrol bombings uh, or sorry petrol bombing and two shootings in the last couple of weeks here in Cork and communities very upset by that she is the political head she but, is but, also responsible but, 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 I come but, to that. she is responsible she is responsible for providing a budget she is responsible for setting targets for recruitment of Gardaí I'll go back as well like, I mean, Mr Collins uh, identified the target that was set not only have they fallen short on that they are almost four or five thousand short of the target of 22,000 overall staff if you include Guard Reserve and civilian staff. So there are a long way short of the targets that were set by Charlie Flanagan a but, number but of years it's, ago. But it's not a, it's not, it's not a budgetary ground. issue though is it? I mean the budget is adequate. Uh, there are issues with recruiting Gardaí uh, but, but I mean what would removing the Minister do in terms of increasing the Garda numbers? We might get a Minister for Justice. I, I would be pessimistic to be honest looking at com- com- what comprises this current government uh, but I would like to see a change of personnel and a minister who actually gets that they're facing crisis. And I would say that there are people within government that mightn't be saying it out loud, but they would recognise the fact that we are at a bit of crisis point here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, budget is uh, part of the problem, but what is more fundamentally is the problem is that in terms of recruitment and retention, uh, she has overseen an absolute crisis here. You have Gardaí leaving in droves. Uh, morale is absolutely on the floor, uh, as you can see from uh, various uh, GRA meetings and, and discussions. 
Um, I, I, they are as frustrated as anyone. Uh, and, you know, you look across, like Mahan Garda Station just down the road from me has gone from 31 Gardaí uh, in 2009 uh, to a mere 17. That is simply not enough. And right across the state, that's replicated. Um, you know, people are ringing Garda stations and uh, unfortunately sometimes it's okay. ringing out. Uh, and it's not good enough. And people deserve safe communities. People deserve confidence that if they call upon the Gardaí, there'll be a swift uh, and proportionate and solid right. response. That isn't happening at the minute. Your party leader also expressed no confidence in the Garda Commissioner. Do you intend to put down a motion seeking the removal of the Garda Commissioner? No, that's not our intention. Why not? Uh, because clearly, as I've just said, uh, the political head of the system here is Minister McEntee, and we like to focus, uh, I think, properly uh, on the political element of things. We have worked with Drew Harris. I recall doing an interview myself on the morning in which he was appointed, and uh, despite the fact that I had reservations and many others had reservations, um, I you know, accepted, as I was just, po- just a spokesperson at the time, the need to, to work with him to try and do what we could, and that has been the case uh, for several years. The, the there, are, there are, no though, aren't there, Donegal era, big questions uh, about uh, for Sinn Féin in the area of justice. And if Sinn Féin was in government, uh, you would need to have a, a trusted working relationship with the Garda Commissioner. It's one of the key relationships between the Minister for Justice and the Garda Commissioner and, and indeed the Taoiseach and the Garda Commissioner. Um, it's clear that couldn't happen now if your party has, has said that, that you have no confidence in him. Well, look, I mean... Like I mean, I suppose the decisions that are taken by this government, obviously we would have to consider all of that as and when we enter into government and who ends up with the justice portfolio uh, if we were in government. And we certainly aren't taking nothing for granted in relation to getting into government. We intend to work okay, hard but to can, get into can government. Can I ask you, though, would your party in government seek the removal of Drew Harris, whom you, you say you have no confidence in? At this point in time, we believe he should be moved from his position. If, with the passage of time, some of those issues were to be resolved, uh, that perspective might be uh, adjusted but uh, to be honest I would be pessimistic at this point in time So so at this point in time if Sinn Féin were to get into government you'd take Drew, Drew Harris out of his job would you? We think he should be removed we think that the, the Minister should remove him but more importantly we think that the Taoiseach should be removing Helen McEntee uh, there are okay, issues okay, in terms but, of sorry, I just want issues. to I just want to ask you Donica Lear on, the, on Drew Harris I mean the Garda Commissioner is somebody who has said in the past that he shares the view of the PSNI uh, that members of the Provisional IRA believe that Sinn Féin is still overseen by the IRA Army Council. Does that inform or colour your party's view in relation to the position that you're taking uh, about Drew Harris now? No, it doesn't. Like, I mean, how, how long has Drew Harris been in this position? It's probably four years at this stage, is it? Coming up on four, I think, yes. Yeah, so like, I mean, in the course of that four years, we haven't stated anything like that. We've worked with him. I've sat in committee meetings with him. I've had very fruitful discussions with him as a justice spokesperson. So has Martin Kenny uh, and so now has Pad Daly. Like, I mean, no, it doesn't colour that at all. Uh, he's entitled to make whatever statements he wishes that he feels are necessary. I obviously don't agree with them, uh, but he's entitled. It doesn't colour it at all. We've had a very beneficial working relationship with them. Our leadership has met okay. with them at the Phoenix Park. But I, I think it's important to say as well, like, I mean, we are tabling a motion in the Doyle uh, and we are uh, focusing on the head of the system here, that is Helen McEntee, a minister who is, I think, completely uh, either unaware or doesn't want to admit that she has lost control of the situation. She has uh, she has lost control. Right. Uh, they clearly lost control last week. And I would just make this point as well, like, you know, like in terms of what we hear from Fine Gael and Fine Fáil, if I was to imagine an alternative reality where there was a Sinn Féin Minister for Justice and you saw what happened on the 23rd, on top of a recruitment and retention crisis, on top of Gardaí leaving in their droves, I cannot imagine 
a single way in the wide earthly world that they wouldn't topple, that they wouldn't table a motion of no confidence. Right. You can be absolutely sure they would. I, I just want to ask you before I let you go. Your your party leader was criticised during the week in the Dáil for posting a photograph of a vulnerable man close to the school on Parnell Square where children were attacked last Thursday week. Uh, the, the man in the picture had nothing to do with the attack, and uh, he was described in the Dáil, I think, as somebody who who was uh, vulnerable. Well, why why did your party leader Mary Lou Macdonald post that picture, and what was she hoping to achieve? Well, look, I mean, first in relation to that man, like I mean, there's no implication of that, and certainly I or Mary Lou or anyone wouldn't cast any aspersions in relation to him. But like, I mean, I think the context here is like the parents and the children of that school, and I think anyone, uh, you know, who, who you know, I think anyone needs to take into account what they were facing. It was only two school days since a completely, what seemed to them, random attack happened. Uh, clearly they feel unsafe and on edge. Okay, but I that, don't man, think it that man in that photo had nothing to do with that. Should, yeah, no. should Mary Lou McDonald take down that that post? Uh, look, I mean, I think I don't think the man is identifiable. Uh, I don't think it's casting any aspersions on him. The, the issue here is that the Gardaí, uh, on the first day back, uh, I think there was a, a clear focus on ensuring that everyone felt safe. That focus didn't seem to be there the second day. And, you know, a, an unknown person at the, at the door of the school, very close to it, obviously, I suppose people okay. felt nervous. And uh, the school, I suppose, didn't feel as supported as they should have been in the context of what was a terrifying and absolutely harrowing uh, episode, and I suppose I take the opportunity as well to, I suppose, express my wish that the two injured, the the, the, the member staff and the child who are, are still in hospital, I, I wish them the best in terms okay. of their recovery. I hope they're doing okay. All right, Donica O'Leary, Sinn Féin TD. Thank you for talking to us from our Cork studio. The minister spokesperson did tell us that the minister would be guided by the school as to how best she could support the staff, pupils, and the school community. We can speak now to the minister of state for European Affairs and Defence, Peter Burke, who's with me in the studio and who will be supporting his colleagues. Helen McEntee, who faces that no-confidence motion during the week. Um, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme. Good afternoon, Justin. Does the Minister for Justice have a credibility problem here, Minister, uh, when she tries to convince people that Dublin is a safe city despite uh, lootings, fires, a riot, uh, open drug dealing, an increase in assaults and petty crime? Does she have a credibility problem when she's telling us that the capital is safe? Firstly, I just want to give my good wishes to the young child in hospital and indeed their carer. And we're all praying for them at this point in time. Absolutely not. I think the Minister for Justice is in a very strong position and the facts back that up. As the chairperson of the policing authority said just a few moments ago, facts are enduring. And if you look at the increase in our Garda Síochána, 14,000, we're up 9% since 2015. And people are too quick to forget that our Garda College was closed twice. It was reopened in 2015 and indeed closed again during COVID. And that presented a huge challenge to the government. But one point is very clear here. At a very difficult time, time for our country when Fine Gael is reaching into the heart of our businesses. We've had Minister McEntee with Minister Coveney, Minister Richmond, Minister Donoghue walk up and down our city centre, meet with our businesses, work with our communities. The first thing Sinn Féin did, instead of reaching into their communities, they reached for their camera. They went and brought their communications team in front of that school and called for a motion of no confidence. And what that would do is between the 27th of December and the 2nd of January would bring a general election in this country at a time when businesses need certainly. Okay, and December is the most on, important on, month, on, Justin, on, for on the, businesses on the to ensure that they have confidence. On the Minister's credibility, when she was telling people before this event took place that Dublin was a safe city, did you believe her? 
Absolutely. But I think if we're clear on this, we need to look at how people feel. It's not about how we feel. If people don't feel safe in our city, we need to respond even more. Yes. And, and we're and doing the, that. The, the, minister herself, the minister herself accepts that there are not enough Gardaí on the streets. Now, whose responsibility is it to ensure that there are enough Gardaí recruited to meet the policing needs of a growing population? What we have to do is the government is using all mechanisms at its disposal to get more Gardaí into our system. Every single 11 week period that passes now, you'll have 200 more Gardaí being attested through Templemore. You're going to see a significant increase. You have four public order units a day now in operation in our city centre to ensure that people feel safe because it is very important that businesses have this support. It's the most important trading period for hospitality, for businesses over December and that's why we need to support them, not to stir division like what Sinn Féin want to do the, just the, now. The Minister said during the week that she was going to ask the policing authority to clarify for Gardaí the level of force that they could use in public order situations. Now, you heard from Bob Collins earlier in the programme. She hasn't made that request. Why not? I looked at her letter and it's very clear in her letter that she has said that they want guidance on how they exercise their lawful powers. They want guidance on how they police protests. And in 2019, uh, the Policing Authority gave such guidance, made a number of recommendations. And government is responding to those recommendations. I think it's implemented well over half them. And that's why the Policing Authority is the independent mechanism. It will look at the events that happened in our city centre. It is independent. And we will respond to yeah, any the recommendations the, 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 the that the Policing Authority The Minister said made. she was going to make a request for uh, the Policing Authority to clarify the levels of force that ordinary Gardaí can use. In reality, uh, she asked the authorities something completely different about whether they need more ICT or more vehicles or training. It's clarifying how they can use their powers to ensure Gardaí have the law on their side. And she their didn't make that and request. You heard it Bob Collins earlier. I will quote directly for their letter to, in order, how more can they support Gardaí as they exercise their lawful powers? That is a whole effect in how Gardaí perform their duties and the police and authority, as I said, in 2019 responded in terms of recommendations to public order and and that's what we need to do. But that is an independent mechanism set up by Fine Gael that takes it out of the political system. We don't want to have a situation whereby our criminal justice system is brought through mudslinging in the doll by a party who has a very varied record in uh, criminal justice. And we've seen how many Garda hours are tied up by Sinn Féin and their associates investigating very serious crime in this country. Well, and be, be I'd like them to come up and forward and answer in relation to some of it. All right. Well, well, before I let you go, there are uh, reports this weekend that uh, Minister Pascal Donoghue, the Minister for Public Expenditure, is in discussions for, for a job at the IMF. Is the Minister on, on the way out? Absolutely not. I think Minister Donoghue is very clear that he has a huge amount of work to do in the Department of Public Expenditure and Reform and also that he will be standing at the next election in Dublin City Centre, where he has spent much time over the last 10 days working with communities, listening to communities, not being divisive and not reaching for okay. a camera we, like we, Sinn Féin we, have done. We, we heard the Taoiseach yesterday backing Pascal Donoghue for uh, the top job at the IMF and at the same time saying he's committed to his current job. Now those two positions... But that's not what the Taoiseach said, they're, they're, to be well, fair, Justin. He said that he has the capability, which he has. He is a fine politician. He is yes. arguably the best politician but performing this in this country. We're very lucky to have him and he will be on the ballot paper in Dublin city centre uh, at the next election whenever that happens. So you don't want him to be head of the IMF? Absolutely not, I think he's a huge amount more to offer for national politics and at a time when we need unity in our country that Fine Gael is providing and I would say to your listeners one thing I would finish on that 
If you have any doubt about the administration of our justice system and the forthcoming issues with Sinn Féin, all you have to do is Google Sinn Féin and murder and you will get a litany of articles right through about their record in no, policing no, I and can't, criminal I can't, justice. There, there's no suggestion that anybody at, no, the, at the moment I'm talking about the, elected the, to Sinn Féin no, has no, anything to do with that. Let's be fair, no, I'm talking about in general the no, party. No, I'm not. They have I'm, I'm Jonathan not, Dowdall I'm, who I'm, was... I'm, who, not, I'm, not, no, I'm not going to allow that. that no, let, that, let's be clear, Justin. No, I'm talking about fact that's in the papers. No, We've we, seen with, with the courts, no, with a special criminal court, Jonathan Dowdall was a former... He was a former councillor. He was a former councillor for Sinn Féin. He was in the party. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm only saying a fact that he was in the party, he was a member of Sinn Féin, a close associate of Mary Lou Macdonald, as well as others, and right. people can judge that for themselves. Right. Minister, Minister of State Peter Burke, thank you for talking to us today. We'll take a break. We're back with more after this. 